This Week in Wealth is powered by Alpha Wealth Group. If you're serious about retirement and have saved $250,000 or more, call Alpha Wealth Group's Tom Fortino now, 630-934-1855 or alphawealthgroup.com. Alpha Wealth Group, retirement made simple. Welcome to This Week in Wealth. I'm your host, Tom Fortino. I'm the principal and founder of the Alpha Wealth Group. If you want to get a hold of us, you can always give us a call at 630-934-1855, 630-934-1855. You can also go to our website, alphawealthgroup.com. There's all kinds of information there. You can sign up for our newsletter. Uh, you can sign up for one of our classes. All, again, all types of information that, to help you in your overall planning. You know, we've got a lot to get into today. I'm going to talk about, I mean, it's been a crazy week. We're going to talk about the market, of course. The Dow went negative this year for the year. Um, and again, we've just seen some crazy volatility. I do want to talk just briefly. I mean, you know, as we talk, I'll make some points on uh, the end of year planning ideas. I've covered those quite a bit the last couple of weeks. When we talk about end of year again, these things like the Roth conversions you have until the end of the year, maxing out your 401k through your employer you have until the end of the year, required distributions you have until the end of the year, setting up a health savings account again, you have until the end of the year. And so I offered that report last week and just because there's many more ideas in there. But I also want to talk a little bit about estate planning. You know, by 2045, it's been estimated the baby boomer generation is expected to hand down $53 trillion. Those are big numbers. We're always talking about trillions. But uh, these are big numbers. And so I've had some meetings this week. I think it's been pretty interesting, and I hope it'll be instructive. Just talking about how these assets have been titled. Someone called me, and we spoke briefly talked about has real estate in two different states. I want to talk about that as well as the estate taxes. Um, so again, a lot to get into. You know, it, it, let me just start with this then. And again, I'll make some offers. I'm always, you know, it's always about getting information out to you because I am limited in the time we have today. But when you look at your plan and we talk about it, there's this uncertainty. And I think, you know, there's a Harris poll that said 70% of individuals felt that Retirement planning is too complicated. So, you know, we hear a lot about, again, the market, the uncertainty in the market. And I'm going to talk about an investment plan here in a little bit, but just uncertainty in your over plan. I mean, let's, let's start with the market, right? If you had retired two years ago and you were relying on your investments to provide income to you, well, how would you feel right now? Last year, the market was down and we're talking about the S&P 18, 19%. This year, it's starting to struggle again. It's up. But if you over a two year period, the market's negative. Right. And I don't know what it's going to do over the next uh, 10 years. Nobody does. And so when we talk about these things that we want to address and be able to, to handle, you know, it, again, if you look back in January of 2000, the height of the dot com bubble, the valuations uh, from those levels, the market averages were not at the start of 2012 were the same as they were at the beginning of, the, of at 2000. That was a 12 year period. Right. And again, I don't know what's going to happen in the future, but I'm just talking about some of these threats to your, your portfolio or being to your overall plan. You know, the, 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 we talk about a lot. It's all about the biggest thing. The cornerstone to your plan is creating income you can't outlive. So I do want to talk about these income planning strategies and creating income you can't outlive regardless of the market. So is, is, can that reduce your risk? If you create a plan to create as much income as possible throughout your lifetime, income you can't outlive, is that going to reduce your exposure to market risk? I think so. What about tax rates, the threat of tax rates to your retirement plan, right? Most of us have money in tax deferred. So if you think about it, look, if you need 50000 
from your tax deferred account in a 25% tax bracket, you need to pull out 66,600 to net 50. Right? Now, if tax rates went up to 35%, just as an example, and by the way, the Tax Cut and Jobs Act is set to expire at the end of 2025. So you have the end of this year, a few months, next year and the year after, right? If tax rates just went up to 35%, you don't have to pull out 77,000 just to net 50. Is that going to be a problem in your plan? How many of us are doing things to minimize taxes? That's why I talked and by oh one other thing. Keep in mind too, this this is used to determine how much of your social security is taxable. It's used to determine what you pay on Medicare premiums potentially, right? So when we talk about these ideas, right, and when I said uh, end of year planning, this is just one piece of it, but how many of you can do some Roth conversions before the end of the year? Because keep in mind, the tax rate on Roths is zero, right? There is no, there is no tax on, on Roths. So if tax rates go from 25% to 35 to 50%, what do you need to pull out to net 50? The answer is 50. And if tax rates go up, what do you need to pull out? Again, the answer is 50. So... Are we doing some of these things? So when I pose these questions to you to understand this uncertainty when we go into retirement, what are the, some of the things we can control? I mentioned the 401ks. Maybe you should start doing taking advantage of the Roth options in your 401k. You have, again, until the end of the year to max that out. And there's also other issues, longevity risk. Um, and that's why you know we talk about creating in- income you can't outlive. Long-term illness. What happens if, if um, you know, I had a call just uh, the other day. I spoke with someone. They said they had some questions about it. They had a parent um, who had dementia. Now, these are, these are unfortunate stories, but well, their parent had had dementia for 10 years, going on 10 years. And so this was a concern to them. And I, how many of us out there deal with this? So, you know, again, it, it, this is why when I talk about it's not about one thing. Right? It's not about growing a pile of money. It's not about buying a product. It's not about just getting to a number. And I had that conversation too the other day. Someone said, I understand. I, you know, I need a little over a million dollars. And that's a number. And so it's important to have, um, what I like to say, a complete plan. And so when we talk about creating a plan to address these, there's five pieces to your plan, right? Creating income you can't outlive, right? That's the first piece. And I want to talk about that when we come back here, strategies to create income. The second thing is doing things to minimize taxes. What if you could get as much of that income tax-free as possible? I made the comment before, if all of your money was in a Roth, and you can do a Roth conversion on all of it, not suggesting it, you pay no taxes, none. You get all your Social Security tax-free, you would pay no taxes whatsoever. And then income that that lasts forever. Now that now when we talk about longevity risk, have we answered that that situation? All right, and so a lot to get into, but as I said, those are the five pieces. Creating income you cannot live, minimizing taxes, having an investment plan that makes sense for you, right? Designing and building a plan. So when we have this volatility in the markets that we do now, you can stay with that plan. You're not gonna make um, sudden moves that could impact you in the wrong way. And then protecting it from the the threats of of, uh, long-term illness. What happens if a spouse passes away? And then, of course, having an estate plan you know, that controls assets during your lifetime and then down to your children and grandchildren. We're going to get into a lot of this specifics today. I'm going to give you some examples. So I want you to stick around. We're going to get to these on the other side. But for those of you that want this complete retirement plan, I call it the roadmap, the guide, the complete retirement planning guide. We'll get this out to you. There's no cost or obligation to it, but this is what I call the blueprint 
or the process to get there. Uh, 630-934-1855. 630-934-1855 to get your retirement planning guide. I will include the worksheets in there as I do all the time. And if you want the end of your planning, we'll include that as well. All of this information is available to you. Again, we have a lot more to get into. I want to get into some specifics. So stick around. You're listening to Tom Fortino on This Week in Wealth here on 720 WGN. Welcome back to This Week in Wealth. I'm your host, Tom Fortino. I'm the principal and founder of the Alpha Wealth Group. If you want to get a hold of us, you can always give us a call at 630-934-1855, 630-934-1855. You can go to our website, alphawealthgroup.com. That's alphawealthgroup.com. There's information there. You can sign up for classes. You can receive our newsletter. There's no cost to any of this. It's just information. If you want to email me a question or some th- something specific as it relates to your overall plan, we'll be more than happy to get you information. Uh, you know, the first segment I kind of just set up, you know, some of these things th- with the uncertainty we're d- we have to deal with. Certainly the stock market, well, we've got these strikes going on. We've got, well, look what's going on in Congress. I mean, it just seems like there's all of these things this these things buzzing around us and so it's important that you know the emotional part of us there was an article i read a while back it asked, posed the question are you more like doctor or not doctor mr spock right mr spock from star trek are you more like george costanza right <laughs> mr spock obviously was totally unemotional everything had to be logical and i think there's a way we can get there obviously if you're a seinfeld fan you know george costanza was i would say fairly emotional Um, And so we want to try to avoid some of these things. That's why when I say about creating a plan that makes sense, and there's a process here. There's five pieces to it. That's it. I don't know how much, you know, that's, I want to keep it simple. Five pieces to your plan. And so do you have these things in place? The first piece we talk about, which arguably, and the biggest concern is having income you can't outlive. We see what's going on in the market. So if you're relying on the market for income right now, is that a problem? Right? It's tough. You talk about being emotional, you got to pull money out to supplement your income. Now, let's talk about creating income that's not relying on the market. First of all, this month, the first piece of income, which is Social Security, this month, um, they're going to come out with the cost of living increase. Now, they're estimating it's going to be between 3 and 4%. But what does that mean? That means whatever your benefit is today, they'll add an increase of 3 or 4% going into next year. It won't, it won't take effect till next year. So if your benefit is 3000 a month, a 4% increase, you're going to get another $120 a month. That's about 1500 extra the, in, over the year. So that's going to increase your benefit. So this applies to everybody. If you go to ssa.gov today, which you should do, find out what your benefits are, okay? Um, if you look at them next year, they will be a 3 or 4% higher. Again, depending on what the cost of living is, keep in mind, Two, there's also what's called a delayed retirement credit. I think I mentioned this last week. Um, a, a client of mine had come, well, they, they're now a client. They'd come in, we met, we went through the whole Social Security analysis. This person goes, goes, was going to wait till 70, which you can, by the way. That's the last year Social Security increases by 8%. And he said, well, if I don't take it, will I still get the 3%, 3 or 4%? And the answer is yes. It applies to everybody in the Social Security system, okay? Your benefits increase by that much. Now, if he waits another year, it's going to be 8% on top of that. So this is something when we make the Social Security decision, it is, number one, an irrevocable decision. It is important. 
And I just um, had a meeting with a couple. They were 61 and 60, and they were looking at Social Security. This is something I do. I, I run the analysis. I run it based on different taking it at different ages. And the idea is how do we maximize our benefits over our lifetime? Now, let me just start by saying there's no perfect answer. There just isn't, right? But the goal is, in this example, they were going hoping to retire at 60. 65, they said, you know, it'd really be nice if we retired in 63. So I tested their plan at both ages. Lo and behold, 63 looked good still, which was nice to them because they said, you know, this is good to know. And, and, uh, and which was nice. We, we ran the numbers. It wasn't my opinion. And so this is something that we do when we test someone's plan. But the other thing was, even if I said, even if you retire at 63 or 65, it probably, again, based on the analysis, it probably makes sense for you to wait till 67 to take your benefit. Why did I say that? Well, number one, the benefit is higher for the rest of their lives, right? And I've used the phrase, it's not, the risk isn't dying, the risk is living. The benefit is higher for the, for the rest of their lives. His benefit was going to be about 40000 She was going to take the spousal benefit, which, by the way, is half of... Um, you know, if, if that's higher than your benefit. So it was about 20, roughly. And the other thing was, not only is it going to be higher during his lifetime, it also would become a survivor benefit if he predeceases his wife. So she would get the 40000 So, again, the, the thought behind this, no perfect answer, was let's try to maximize the benefit during both your lifetimes, but also in the event. Remember we talked? I just talked about the threats to your retirement in the first segment? One of them is if a spouse passes away. Right, a pension can be reduced, which they did have a pension. A social security can go down. I mean, one of the social securities is going away, and so we talk about it. I'm going to get more into detail about these protection pieces. That's just creating income you cannot live, but then trying to protect it and minimizing the taxes. Remember, it's not about one thing. So this is why we talked about. And again, I ran the numbers. You, I said you can wait till 70, and they may choose to. I don't know. Again, the decision doesn't have to be made today. But here's the beauty of this. They actually saw all the numbers. I did a side-by-side analysis. Okay, here's what happens if you take it right away. Here's what happens if you wait till 67. Here's what happens if you wait till 70. So the takeaway from this is no matter what, you're making an informed decision. Now, that's just one piece of your plan. Or one piece of your income. And remember what I talked about? We talked about market risk and how the market has been negative over the last two years, and we don't know what it's going to be going forward. Well, that income's coming in no matter what. That Social Security comes in for your lifetime, right? So now we talk about longevity risk. Has it reduced that? Yes. Has it reduced market risk to exposure to your income? Yes. And so now we got to work on getting it tax-free, which we talked about that too. Think if you could do all these things. So let me do this. I, I offered that complete retirement planning guide. It gets into all of these five pieces, the five pillars of your plan. I'm talking about these individually, but I don't want to lose sight of the overall goal here, right? So I, I'll offer that again with the worksheet. It's all about a process. It's all about a process. So this is why I want to offer that roadmap. But, you know, for those of you that, th- that are saying to yourself, you know, these are areas we really question, we're not, we want to get information on. Again, I'm a big fan of getting informed and making an informed decision. So for those of you that I'll send out the guide with the worksheets and the process. But again, for those of you that are, want help now, that are serious about, want to really dig in and do an analysis that's customized to you, give us a call. We'll schedule a time to do that. We'll do a complete analysis, the Social Security analysis, a portfolio analysis. We will cr- we'll talk about creating a lifetime income plan and trying to minimize taxes. This is all part of it. 
And it'll be a good experience. You'll meet with me personally, and we'll have a good time. Again, I, at a minimum, we'll uncover some ideas that are going to have an impact on your plan. And I think you'll reduce the stress level and, and, and create some more certainty to your plan. Give us a call, 630-934-1855, 630-934-1855, if you'd like to schedule a time with me. Or if, again, you want some information, a lot more to get into, so please stick around. You're listening to Tom Fortino on This Week in Wealth here on 720 WGN. Welcome back to This Week in Wealth. I'm your host, Tom Fortino, the principal and founder of the Alpha Wealth Group. If you want to give us a call, 630-934-1855, 630-934-1855. You can always go to our website, alphawealthgroup.com. Again, there's information there. You can download uh, you can sign up for the classes. You can, uh, you know, if you want to send me a question or if there's certain information you want. Um, always, we try to get as much out there to you as, as we can to kind of help. You know, if we can give you a few ideas that are going to make a difference, I think we've been successful. And that's kind of the goal of this show as we talk about things. You know, there's, you know, I always I start with the point that when you think about your plan and try to simplify some of these things, you know, a lot of times we focus on, hey, if I can get to a number, um, if I can, um, you know, have so much of a return in the market, if, if I just, you know, whatever it might be. And that's not, I'd like to say that's not necessarily a plan. And, and then all too often, you know, we're bombarded with things that, um, you know, we've seen, you know, market volatility certainly is one of them. But then all these other things that were happening on the outside world, I like to sometimes call it noise, you know, the noise that comes in. Um, and then sometimes there's those surprises that blindside us. We call them blind spots, things that maybe that sometimes I say these are problems that I sleep or not aware of. There was a study by the Employee Benefit Research Institute that said the average person thought, well, we're going to retire at 65. That was the median age when it was really closer to 62. We've seen some of those happen where these, these I don't want to call them forced retirements, whatever you want to call it. So how well are we prepared? And then there's these, these things that come into play. I talked about earlier, not just the market. You know, if you retired two years ago, the market's negative, whether it's the NASDAQ, the Dow, or the S&P. And so if you're drawing money and relying on the market, is that a risk to your retirement? I think so. I talked about Social Security and creating income and the whole Social Security decision, right? If tax rates go up, is that a threat potentially to your? I think so, unless, again, you're trying to get more into tax-free. Roth conversions, Roth 401ks, Roth IRAs, those are completely tax-free, Right. And then we talk about the other potential things. Um, so, you know, whether it's long-term care, these are the asset protection pieces, long-term care if a spouse passes away. Those are the five pieces. And then finally, an estate and legacy plan. I'm going to get into that, too, because I've had some meetings this week I want to talk about, you know, some of the ideas behind um, making sure you control the assets during your lifetime as well. So these are things when we take a look at our plan, are we really complete? There's five pieces, income plan, a tax plan, having an investment plan, an asset protection plan, plan, and an estate and legacy plan. That's it, right? The information or the strategies I put this together in this, um, in this guide that I put together, and it's a process. And the first piece in there is getting organized. That You'll see the, the kind of the intro to this is talking about getting organized and knowing where all your assets are. And I'll get back to that when we talk about estate planning. But I did want to spend a few more minutes on income planning because I think the, the, the foundation to our plan is if I can create income that I won't outlive. I talk about lifetime income. We want we don't want to confuse assets with income. If you have a million dollars in a 401k, that's technically not an income. Well, it isn't an income. <laughs> okay? You called your 401k provider and said, I have a million dollars. What's my guaranteed lifetime income off that? And as well as for my spouse, what would they tell you? Well, there isn't one. And I'm not saying that's a, not a good thing. 
you know, that's terrific when you have investments and you've done a great job. I get to see this all the time. All these people that have worked so hard and done such a great job, but that's technically not an income. Also, not all of it's yours if it's tax deferred. So I mentioned social security briefly. That is an income stream. Remember my test? Does it come in regardless of the market, right? Market's been down over two years. That social security, social security check's still coming in for your lifetime, right? And then if you want to make a good decision to try to maximize that benefit. Uh, pensions, that's an income stream. Comes in regardless of the market. It comes in regardless of what you have in savings and investments. And it comes in regardless of what age you are. 75, 85, or 95, the check is coming in. So this is why you hear, you hear uh, me talk about income planning there's other pieces that are important. Now, as far as uh, pensions go, again, we spent time on the Social Security decision already. Um, you know, as I said, go to ssa.gov. There's a great book out there. I've mentioned it before by Lawrence Kotlikoff called Get What's Yours. But my, my belief always, and anyway, I'm dealing with someone, is let's make informed decisions, right? As far as the pension goes, contact your pension provider. Find out what your benefits are. I go through this so often. I mean, I, almost weekly I have meetings with individuals who they're not really sure what their pension is or they haven't requested it. Again, these are irrevocable decisions. Once you determine your pension, what's the survivor benefit? What is your benefit? And then you make a decision coupled with the income. And then finally, you know, not finally, but another source is um, you can look at annuities, right? Annuities can provide a guaranteed income stream. This is all part of this income. That's just one piece of your plan. I'm not pro or con annuities. I'm just telling you that they can provide a guaranteed lifetime income. I've given the example before, you know, where a couple age 60, and again, you should look at these numbers yourself. You know, there was an illustration. I just ran it, and it showed that if you were to put $500,000 and use this in part of your planning, you can turn an asset. It's still an asset. The investments are still there, but it also will give you a guaranteed income stream. Right, and in this example, if someone the couple age sixty had used this, uh, by the time they were sixty-five, the benefit would be forty-four thousand eight hundred ninety-seven a year. That's a joint lifetime benefit. So I think you know it's you deserve to look into these and see how they, you know, they can work in your plan. If you wait two years, and again, these are typically how these work. I'm giving you general information. They wait till sixty-seven. The benefit goes from forty-four thousand up to fifty-two thousand. So now. Getting back to creating an income plan, imagine if you could have these pieces in place that create over whatever the number is. In this example, if someone has Social Security of 60000 another 50000 in annuity, and maybe a pension, you know, you could have over $100,000 of lifetime income, right? And if you take the Social Security the way we, we talked about, that's a benefit for the rest of your life and then to the survivor. This is a joint lifetime income. You, you know, decide on the pension. And one other comment I'll make was it, it comes to this is, this is why I talk about getting organized, is, you know, life insurance. I'm insurance licensed. I'm also an investment advisor rep. So, you know, we do offer managed money. We do that. We, have, we do estate planning here. We have an attorney that does that. We do everything, I like to say. But um, with life insurance, all too often, many of us don't know what we have. And I'm not suggesting you go out and buy life insurance. One comment I'll make is if you have life insurance through your employer, be very careful because if you leave your employer, that may go away. I'm, a, I'm more of a proponent of owning your own life insurance. But just because you're, you're older and you're saying, well, the kids are gone, I, you know, the house is paid off, doesn't mean life insurance may not play a role. Um, because, again, if you pass away a Social Security, one of them goes away, a pension can be reduced, doesn't make sense to have life insurance. I don't know. But let's find out what we have and maybe look at that.
And um, these are things that, again, are we making our plan more solid? I think so. Are we protecting from the what-ifs? Yeah, I think so. So this is all part of this. If you want, again, this complete retirement planning guide, it gets into all of these things, the five pillars, the five pieces, creating a retirement plan. And so that's why I want to offer that. Anybody that wants that, we'll get it out to you. There's no cost or obligation. But you can start to look at this and look at some ideas. I'll include the end of your planning in there, too, and, and the Social Security decision. Um, again, we'll get it out to you. There's no cost or obligation. 630-934-1855. 630-934-1855. If you want something specific, um, just let us know. We can customize this for you. Um, coming up, I want to get into this estate planning part and some of the conversations I've had this past week. So there's a, still a lot more to get into. So stick around. You're listening to Tom Fortino and This Week in Wealth on 720 WGN. Welcome back to This Week in Wealth. You're listening to Tom Fortino. I'm the principal and founder of the Alpha Wealth Group. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, you can always call us at 630-934-1855, 630-934-1855, or go to our uh, website, alphawealthgroup.com. That's alphawealthgroup.com. Lots of information. You can sign up for our upcoming class. Um, as I said, send me an email. Sign up for our newsletter. We just sent the last one out, and we've been covering some of these end-of-year planning. We always try to get an idea out there that you know you can hopefully put into place. I think the last one we sent out was on, it may have been on Roth conversions. Um, and so this is, again, an idea trying to, I like to say, getting to tax-free. And um, I present these ideas. So it's all about, you know, it's not about one thing. It's not about growing a pile of money. You know the mantra here. It's about five things. The five pillars, having income you can't outlive. I've spent some time on that. And, uh, you know, I, uh, you know, investments can be part of that, but income that comes in no matter what for the rest of your life, which is Social Security, pensions, annuities, looking at these and creating an income plan so you can say, I know the checks are coming in every week, regardless of this craziness in the market, regardless of some of this other craziness in this world. A lot of crazy things going on. And then you have, you're doing things to minimize taxes. There's things you can do this year. I just mentioned that Roth conversions. You have until the end of the year to make those. You can make as much as you want, any amount, at any time, at any age. That's a conversion. It's not a contribution. But you can also do contributions, $7,500 uh, per year if you're over age 50. By the way, January's coming up soon. You can do 7500 a year January 1st. Again, and if you're over age, you know, these are milestones. And then, um, these are things, again, we can look at. And for those that you have maxed out your 401K, these are things you can do before the end of the year. And then we have next year, we can do it again. And so I didn't want to spend as much time today on any of your plan because I've talked a lot about that. We're going to come back to this because there's other things that um, you can do as well. But as I said, sorry, creating income, minimizing taxes, having an investment plan you're, you're comfortable with and you can stick to, you know. Maybe you make adjustments here and there. There's opportunities that we didn't have 10 years ago or five years ago or probably two years ago. You get 5% on CDs. Should that be part of your fixed? I think so. I mean, I mean, more of the fixed. Still only in some bonds. We can talk more about that as well. But there's opportunities that we didn't have, and maybe we add those to the portfolio. But still, have a design and build a portfolio that makes sense for you. Then you protect it from these unforeseen events, the unfortunate events. What happens if a spouse has a long-term illness? You have to come out of pocket 80000 a year. What does your plan say, right? Life insurance, I talked about if a spouse passes away, do you have it? Do you know how much it is? Do you know who the beneficiaries are? We're going to talk about estate planning in a minute. And then finally, that's the fifth piece, having an estate and legacy plan. For those of you who have done such a good job, now how do we preserve it and pass it on, control it during our lifetimes, 
and pass it on to our children and grandchildren in the most efficient manner. We've got a plan, and that's it, right? Five pillars. We start with getting organized, and that's why I offer those worksheets. Uh, we, you're going to be surprised where assets are and what the values are and how they're set up. And this kind of leads into that. Estate planning is part of it. This is, I didn't realize the numbers were this much. It said, um, this was an article in the Wall Street Journal. It said, dying without a will leaves a mess behind. Some 54% of surveyed Americans told Gallup they didn't have a will in 2021. And even the wealthy put off estate planning. One in five, one in five Americans will, with investable assets of a million or more don't have a will. This is according to a Schwab survey. Why? Wow. And so what are the consequences? Well, assets can be frozen. Uh, you could disinherit children. You can expose, you expose them to probate. There's potential extra taxes. There's damage, of course, to the family. Who knows? You know, these emotions are involved. So you'll notice if you go to our website, we have a lot on estate planning. I just I had two meetings this week. One was um, we just had the other day. The attorney was here. He does a great job. He, 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 you know, we do this. This is something we do. We've always had estate planning. And so the thing is, if you die without a will, you're basically dying what's called intestate. In the state of Illinois, this is not my opinion, you can go to the website and look up what happens when you die intestate. Um, they have a will for you. <laughs> okay. Um, one of the shocking things, just as one aside, I always say, if you're married, would your assumption be if you pass away, everything goes to your spouse? Well, that's not necessarily true, not in the, in the state of Illinois. If you, have an ass, if you have no will and you have a bank account in your name or an investment in your name, um, just in your name, 50% goes to the children, 50% goes to the spouse. Are you aware of that? I came across this with someone that had, uh, his spouse had passed away and he had no will. Okay, she became a client, and, but there were assets that had to go through probate, first of all. She had to give half of them to her children. And this was not good. So um, this is why this stuff is so important and why I, cl- I include this as one of the five pieces. Um, someone the other day, we had a conversation with them. They said, well, you know, we talk about how your assets are titled. I just mentioned if it's titled individually. The best thing is, in my opinion, having a trust. That's really simp- simply put. A trust is a title, right? So if you have a living trust, and so for those of you that have already done them, this is why I send out the asset organizers. I can't tell you how many times people say, I forgot to put this account in my trust. If it's not in your trust, if it's not titled to your trust, it's not in your trust. It will be exposed to probate, Okay. So I use the Bob and Gene Smith. I don't know Bob and Gene Smith. I'm just an example. <laughs> but if your bank account says Bob and Gene Smith on it, you get a, your, a bank statement. It's not in your trust. It should say the Bob and Gene Smith trust. And so this is important to understand the title. You know, a lot of people will say, well, you know, my home is joint titled with my spouse. If I pass away, it goes to them. That's true. But now what? Where does it go after that? And then what happens if there's a common accident? Here we are again. We're exposing our family to probate and frozen assets and maybe disinheriting. This stuff is important. And so I had someone the other day call me say, you know, I put a, a child's name on a, on, a, on, a, on a piece of real estate. Again, that's a title. I would say don't do that. Number one, you expose yourself to the, that person's liability. What happens if your child gets divorced? What happens if your child uh, has some type of issue with credit? They, they're an owner. We won't even get into the gift tax laws, plus you tie them into the cost basis. <clears throat> if you put it in a trust, and even if properties are in other states, keep in mind, you'll be exposed to probate in two states if you have property in Milwaukee, or Milwaukee, <laughs> in Wisconsin, or Florida, or Michigan. You know, So if you have it in a trust, number one, they get a full step up in cost basis. 
so there's no tax on the sale of it from a capital gains. It doesn't go to probate. It's not exposed to their problems. You see why this stuff where we, we, we start to eliminate these problems? And so this is important, right? Um, another meeting I had this week was a, a couple. It's done a terrific job. Okay, just very, very good people. And, and they've you know, just worked very hard. And, uh, and this is really terrific when I see this. I've said before. But, you know, there's exposure to estate tax. This is another piece of it. Uh, $4 million per person per year in the state of Illinois. So if your estate is over $4 million, um, you could be potentially exposed to estate tax. So now, and we have to be very careful with that, right? By the way, life insurance is part of your estate. <laughs> I don't know if you know that, but if you have a million-dollar life insurance policy, yes, it's income tax-free, but it's not estate tax-free. So... Um, you could be that could be exposed to estate tax. So, you know, these are things that you want to be aware of. We talk about these blind spots or things that we may not be aware of. So, we, well, this is why you hear me talk about estate planning as being critical. You know, in one way, shape, or form, either your assets will be controlled by these documents or they will or they will flow through these documents. So, we it's not just the trust. You should have powers of attorney. You should have medical and financial powers of attorney. You know, I mentioned long-term illness, right? If you're disabled or incapacitated, there's two issues there. Well, there's more than that. But I'm just saying the big issue is, one, is how are you going to pay for it? How are you going to cover it? Number one. Number two, who has the authority to act for you? This is why we need to have financial powers of attorney. Assets can be frozen. Um, Again, if that person is incapacitated, where do you get authority? We're back in the court system. So I talk about the six essential documents. That's all part of it, too. Beneficiary designations. Again, make you can't change beneficiaries post-death. I've maybe made the comment before. I've come across people that have ex-spouses as beneficiaries. This is not good. That's, again, why I include the organizers in here. But I just wanted to make some comments on estate planning and some of the things I came across and there's ways where we set up two trusts, preserve the exemptions at the first desk, minimize the estate tax, control the assets. This is why it's important to have these documents in place, have assets titled properly, have beneficiaries. How, when was the last time you did a beneficiary audit? Take a look at who your beneficiaries are, life insurance, IRAs, 401ks, right? You got to make sure those are set up properly, you know, have a report on that. So let me do this. As I said, I'll, uh, that's part of this retirement planning guide. If you want some specific information on estate planning, the six essential documents, bulletproofing your beneficiaries, I can include that in this packet as well. For those of you that have done a good job uh, saving and you, you feel like you're being punished, you know, you want to take a look at this stuff and there's some uncertainty there, you know, give us a call too. We can schedule a time to come in, throw everything in a box. We will do a complete estate plan analysis, the tax and income planning, all of this portfolio analysis. This is your complete customized retirement plan. Give us a call, 630-934-1855, 630-934-1855. I hope you enjoyed this week's show. We're out of time here, but we'll be back next week at 7 a.m. I'm Tom Fortino for This Week in Wealth here on 720. WGN. Tom Fortino is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, LLC, and SEC Registered Advisor. Alpha Wealth Group, WGN, and RWA are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specialized in fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate, and when redeemed, may be worth more.
more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by retirement wealth advisors. Insurance and annuities offered through Alpha Wealth Group, licensed in Illinois. Tom Fortino and Alpha Wealth Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.